Welcome to Podcast Central from CFA Society of North Carolina. I'm your host, Pedro Bernal. This podcast brings you an unbiased lens on finance and investing through short conversations. Our guests are the most interesting and accomplished people. In a concise format, we discuss the top issues or salient questions impacting our guests. This week, I'm delighted to welcome the Broad Hills Fellows team from Appalachian State University. The team is comprised of seniors Samuel Krause, Olivia Gillibo, Sean James, Obi Ludwig, Zachary Stoll, and Dr. Brandy Hadley. In this podcast, you meet recent graduate Sam, who is passionate about coding and finance, Olivia, who is a social media star and future CFA candidate, and Sean, who balances his love for sports and investments. You will also meet Obi, who served as a weapons tech in the Navy, Sack, whose humor prowess matches his drive for investment research, and highly renowned Professor Dr. Hadley. The Borough Hill Fellows team entered the 15th season of CFA Institute's Research Challenge and ended the competition as a top five team in the world. The CFA Institute Research Challenge is an annual global competition that provides university students with hands-on mentoring and intensive training in financial analysis and professional ethics. Each student is tested under analytical, valuation, report writing, and presentation skills. They gain real-world experience as they assume the role of a research analyst. This year, over 5,000 students with nearly 1,000 teams from 82 countries around the globe competed. The App State team finished as North Carolina's champion, Southeastern U.S. subregional champion, America's regional champion, and top five global team. A phenomenal accomplishment. We talked with the team and their advisor, Dr. Hadley, about how to build a world-class investment team, how App State's rigorous program prepares students for world-class competitions, reflections from their experience, and much more. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Let me emphasize how exciting you made winter and spring, watching you succeed on the global stage. Congratulations. Let me set the stage. I will target questions to select team members. However, do not hesitate if you want to respond. Let us get started. My first question is for Sam, Olivia, and Sean. What did you and students in the competition gain from the research challenge experience and being part of AT? This is Sam. I'll start off with answering this. Doing the research challenge was Probably the best thing that I did in college, apart from just learning the raw technical skills of equity analysis, there's really nothing better for developing those teamwork and critical thinking abilities. First, I think that a lot of us are used to taking charge on a team project, you know, carefully overseeing everything to make sure that it's done just right. You can't really do that in the research challenge if you're going to deliver thorough work. There's just too much to do. You have to trust your teammates. We spent weeks working full time on the challenge over Christmas. You have to deliver your work and you have to trust your buddies to deliver theirs. 
competition really made me feel generally more comfortable being on a team. Second, none of us had experienced the level of in-depth analysis that we did for the CFA research challenge. We figured most of it out as we went with it. You know, what valuation methodologies are appropriate for this company? How can we quantify our conviction about our recommendation with a Monte Carlo? What even is a Monte Carlo? The entire research challenge experience was finding solutions to things like this, solving problems, critical thinking, tailoring analysis that we've learned in the classroom to a specific company. You leave the challenge feeling a lot more competent with solving problems right as you're entering your career. This is Olivia, and thanks for having us, and I'll pick up where Sam left off. I think there are countless things that we all gained from this competition, but there's some that really come to the front of my mind, and that's depth and confidence. So Sam mentioned we did the bulk of our research over winter break. We would sit on a Zoom call together from 10 to 5 every single weekday except for Christmas, and um, we were reading, writing, building our model. And because there was a little over a month over winter break, when all we had to do was eat, sleep, and breathe CFA, we had this really awesome opportunity to not only deepen our understanding of each other as teammates and friends, but also to deepen our understanding of the tools for analysis that were taught in our major. And all of this time that we were able to spend together and working on the project, I think contributed to us building a lot of confidence in what we can do and what we can offer the financial services industry when we graduate. And I'm so, so grateful for the experience. This is Sean and going off of what everybody else has said, I really believe that the time management skills that we learned throughout this project will greatly benefit us going forward. This was not a typical school project where you have a deadline to meet at a specific point in time. We started working on this months in advance of when we were actually going to present and turn everything in. So spacing that out was a challenge for us all, but with a lot of teamwork and hard work, we were able to successfully do it. Excellent perspectives. It is worth highlighting that students devote a lot of time to participate in the research challenge when students are normally on break or holidays. Admirable dedication. Let me direct my next question to OB Sack and Dr. Hadley. How does App State's rigorous program prepare you to compete at a world-class level and build a successful team like yours? Yeah, this is OB, and first I'll echo Olivia's uh, statement of saying thank you for having us here. So App State's program and its success over the years would be nothing without the professors and advisors that are guiding it. Uh, the program's strong foundation was built by its namesake, the late Dr. Bowden, Dr. Goff, and Mr. Thompson, and is now carried forward by Dr. Hadley and Mr. Poole at the helm. Everyone brought or continues to bring a different level of expertise and perspective that will lay the bricks to build on this already fantastic program. Their guidance, support, and encouragement has been nothing short of amazing. They have taught us to res have respect for the finer details, have pride in our work, challenged us to look beyond the surface level analysis, and continue to ask why. Why does this matter? Or conversely, why does this not matter? Why is this a part of my thesis, and can I still defend it? Why did XYZ change when ABC did not? 
Of course, I would be remiss if I did not recognize the many supporters behind the scenes that also contribute to the program's success. From the building manager ensuring we have sufficient classroom access all the way to our advisors, providing in-depth analysis reports that may spur yet another creative idea. This is Dr. Hadley. Thank you for highlighting the team today. Exceptional work and we're all so proud of them. As has been mentioned several times, the team has worked incredibly hard over hundreds of hours throughout most of their senior year. And while the group collectively had exceptional technical skills to dig into the details within their analysis, they also were able to successfully synthesize their expansive research into an insightful story that they then effectively communicated with passion and confidence. This was an evolution throughout the season, though, as they to anticipate the hurdles that, they'd over, that they had to overcome. Each round gave them another opportunity to further develop support for their thesis and took advantage of this each time, creatively strengthening their presentation throughout the season. It was wonderful to see all of their hard work rewarded. This is Zach. Just to continue off what Obi and Dr. Hadley said, uh, our experience with the Bowdoin Investment Group really did prepare us for the research challenge. And I would say what it boils down to is practical experience. Within the Bowdoin Investment Group, we all had roles. For example, Obi and I were industry analysts. And then we also had to give a bunch of presentations and do a thorough equity analysis. So that really prepared us for the research challenge because even just going through SEC filings for a company's 10Ks, there's a huge learning curve to that. And that's something that we were able to develop experience with before we even began the research challenge. I can see why your team had so much success. I applaud you for graduating and teaching during the most difficult, challenging environment any student and faculty could have endured. A historic time period indeed. My last question, Seth, is for the entire group. During this period, what did you learn about yourself what failures did you overcome? What brought you hope and guides you into the future? This is Sam. It was, of course, a very challenging year for every student. You know, online classes, the routines that we've spent years building were completely changed. I think that the biggest issue with virtual learning is motivation. I had some purely virtual classes and a large portion of the students, you know, just wouldn't show up for the meetings, wouldn't turn in assignments. I had one class with an absolutely fantastic professor. It was fun. It was incredibly valuable. Only five out of 30 something students would show up on Zoom. When you're in person, you have some accountability. Even if there's no attendance policy, you know that people will know if you're not in your seat. I felt that lack of motivation a bit as well, perhaps made worse by senioritis. I was fine and I still did good. You have to have some inner motivation that drives you, especially in a virtual environment to get up and put on pants, even when you technically don't have to. You have to have self-discipline. And I had to draw on that this past year. But I also had the benefit of some really good professors that keep things exciting. As far as what gives me hope and guides me into the future, it's just a really exciting time. I'm about to start a job that I'm very excited about with Bank of America and begin building my career and start building my life with people that I care about. There's a lot to look forward to. One of the things that I was able to overcome over the past year that I didn't really think I would be able to 
was imposter syndrome. And it's not necessarily a failure, but it makes you feel like one because if you've ever heard of imposter syndrome, it's feeling like you're less competent than the other people around you, or all of a sudden you're going to be, everyone will know that you're a fraud and you don't actually belong to to be in a group with all of these brilliant people around you. And being in a virtual setting, I thought no one is, is going to even know that I feel that way. And so I, I'm not going to be able to overcome it. But we did a lot of stuff for CFA virtually where we all had our cameras on and all had our mics on, or we met in person sometimes too. And I think that really, really helped me build confidence in myself and know that I actually did have what it took to use financial data to draw and communicate really important conclusions. And so this whole experience this past year uh, really helped me overcome imposter syndrome. And it's something that I'm really grateful for as I enter this big wide world of financial services. Olivia, thank you so much for sharing about your feelings. It's certainly something that professionals and everybody around the world was impacted. So thank you so much for your your comments there. This is Sean and kind of going off of what Sam was saying, for us college students and students in general, we have spent years developing our schedules and routines. And this year, everything got thrown out of whack. So for me, the hardest challenge was adapting to an open and flexible schedule. In a virtual world where many classes were asynchronous and not live, I found myself sitting there at my computer at 11 o'clock at night sometimes taking notes on the class. And in a normal world, that would, never, that would never happen. So that was the biggest challenge for me. And overcoming it did give me hope for the future, showing that I could be flexible in different situations. And I am excited for what's coming up here in the next couple of months as everything is starting to reopen. I'm excited for people to start talking in person with one another again. This is Obi specifically to the CFA piece. Uh, early on when we were first getting started on our research, I had a lot of doubts about what I would be able to bring to the team. I was a pretty good writer, I thought, um, but I was slow and every new idea was like a brand new writer's block, which often led me to lag behind my peers on certain responsibilities and, and question myself a lot. Then someone challenged me to take some time to truly assess where I stood among my peers and what unique capabilities I could contribute. I believe this really helped me gain confidence in my overall value as a team member, because while I may not have been so strong in the writing portion, my strengths would shine later on when it came to the more detailed areas like designing our presentation. Throughout this entire process, I was also fighting discouragement from several job rejections, many of which I'd considered a dream job. But again, I was challenged to keep my head up and convince myself that I am worthy and bring value. And now I am incredibly fortunate to have a fantastic position at Bank of America, one I did not even consider a few months ago. Overall, I believe that introspection is what will continue to guide me into the future as I need to constantly reassess where I have been, where I am at, and where I have yet to go. This is Zach. I think the biggest thing I learned about myself 
was just how resilient I can be through adversity and kind of what I had to do to accomplish that. The big thing is asking for help. A lot of people try to, me personally, I like to try to figure things out myself and stuff like that. But then once I started struggling with stuff and I actually started asking people for help for certain things, I realized how much more productive that could be. Another big thing is uh, I learned that I need to have a lot more gratitude for the, uh, the sense of normalcy. So at App State, about an investment group, we were actually able to have in-person classes throughout the entire program. We got a big classroom. We all wore masks, the social distancing, all that stuff. But when that's the only opportunity you have for you know, any kind of sense of normal or human interaction, you realize how valuable those moments are. And I'm, I'm very grateful for the program for providing that through the pandemic because I probably would have gone senile just sitting at home trying to do all of my online classes. Zach, you made a wonderful statement about learning and curiosity. And that's something that whether you're at the early stage of your career or later stages of your career in investments or finance or any profession, that if you continue to learn, that you will do very well. I have to say, listening to the group today has been inspiring, but this isn't new. I've been inspired by the group's resilience, their ability to adapt, and their commitment to strive for excellence regardless of the circumstances throughout this last year. As they continue to face unique challenges and obstacles throughout the year, they truly thrive through their innovation, their persistence. Just so proud of the team. Well, thank you so much for your insights and sharing your experiences with us. On behalf of the board of directors, society members, and all of North Carolina, we want to thank you for being magnificent ambassadors for App State, our CFA society, and North Carolina. You made us all proud. The future is bright with leaders like you. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate us on your favorite service provider. We love hearing your thoughts and it will help others find us. Also a reminder, past performance is no guarantee of future results. This material may contain an assessment of the market and economic environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. Forward-looking statements are subject to certain risks and uncertainties. Actual results, performance, or achievements may differ materially from those expressed or implied. This is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific investment advice or recommendations for any individual. This material should not be considered a recommendation to buy or sell securities or a guarantee of future results. The opinion expressed is based on information from sources believed to be correct, but no guarantee can be made to their accuracy. The information contained in this report is not written or intended as financial, tax, or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek financial, tax, and legal advice from your professional advisors.